Hey, everybody, welcome to the Addiction Unlimited podcast, where you get to learn everything you want to know about addiction and recovery. I'm your host, Angela Pugh, co-founder of Kansas City Recovery, life coach, and recovering alcoholic. To learn more about me, you can listen to episode zero on your podcast app or find us on the web at addictionunlimited.com. Hey there. Welcome to episode number 169 of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. I'm your coach, Angela Pugh, master life coach, recovering alcoholic, entrepreneur, all that good stuff. I'm here to help all of you amazing, action-taking, powerful people, (laughs) women and men, reach your life and recovery goals in a sustainable way, by the way, so you never have to feel lost and overwhelmed again. And unlike other programs that may focus solely on sobriety, we also transform internally and release the mental blocks that would normally send you in self-sabotage mode. Today, let me tell you, I have completely disrupted my schedule. I decided at the very last minute (laughs) yesterday that I wanted to record a whole new episode for today. So I'm literally recording this the morning that it comes out. Um, Last night we had our first, you guys know right now I'm doing a three-day live masterclass. And we did our first session last night. It was freaking outstanding. If you're registered for that, you'll be getting those emails. There will be an opportunity to watch everything on replay very briefly for those of you that registered. But uh, Masterclass was awesome. And I got a really great question. Somebody said, they were asking about the six-week program and said, what are crisis calls? Now, let me tell you why I love Q&A. Because it gives me insight into what you guys want to know. Like, where am I missing the mark? When I explain things, when I create a web page and write the whole thing, where am I missing? So when I get this opportunity to speak with you guys directly in a live forum and you're asking me questions, it's one of the greatest things. And one of the people said, what are crisis calls in the six-week program? And crisis calls are, that's just what I call impromptu calls, right? So if you're working with me and you're having a day, something happens, you're irritated, frustrated, something's just weighing on your mind, you can't figure out the solution, and you need to talk it through, you can just text me and say, hey, do you have time to connect today? And I will always make it happen. There's always time and I will figure it out. So that's what a crisis call is. It just means last second, like impromptu, you need to connect and maybe we don't have an individual session scheduled for three or four days, or maybe our, we just did an individual session, your next one's not till next week, and we don't have another group for three or four days, and you need some support. That's a crisis call. You just text me and I say, heck yes, let's jump on a call real quick. So that's a crisis call. The masterclass was awesome. We went through some really great information. Part two is tonight. Part three is tomorrow. And the best thing I could tell you to do at this moment Of course, I will put the link in the show notes if you want to register for that and jump in. Um, The other thing you can do is join our Facebook group, Addiction Unlimited Facebook group. That's a great way to get all that information also because I'll be posting in there throughout today different things and different opportunities. So that's how you find that. Now, 
I want to get back to this totally crazy impromptu podcast recording that I'm doing right now. Today is supposed to be a guest episode, but I really pushed everything back because I just went through a situation in my life and it kind of, it just came to fruition. And for me, I know oftentimes I learn best from real life, real time situations. And this is what was so good for me, like always having a coach, so good for just like I was talking about those crisis calls, right? To have somebody in a moment where I can reach out and go, okay, I'm stressing about this or I'm future tripping. Like, can you talk me off the ledge real quick? It's so important that you have that kind of support in real time, in real life. That's how I learn the best. It's in those actual situations that are happening and talking them through. That's how I learn the lessons. I learn to change my perspective, all those good things. So I want to share this personal story with you guys. And when I tell you I know exactly how you feel, I mean it because I'm doing the same things in my life. My choices, struggles, setbacks aren't necessarily about drinking or not drinking at this stage of the game, but the process is the same. The fears are the same. The mindset challenges are the same. I question myself and second guess things. I have terrible anxiety. I worry. I have days or weeks that I'm down and not doing things the way I want to be. I'm overwhelmed just like you. (laughs) So when I have an opportunity to share a real life adventure, we're going to call it. (laughs) I think that is so beneficial. And that's what prompted me to jack up my podcast schedule (laughs) and do this episode. I just had a major breakthrough moment the other day about this rough patch that I've been going through. And I shared with you guys a few weeks ago that I'd been going through a rough spot. And at the time, I couldn't pinpoint what was happening Um, because I was too close to it, but I knew like my energy was down. I wasn't following through on things, but you know, when you're in it, you're in it and you can't always see the pieces clearly because you're just in it. Um, You know, that saying, you can't see the forest for the trees. I didn't understand what that meant for a long, long time. And it's only been in the last few years that I've come to understand what it really means. And it makes sense to me. And this is exactly what I just went through. So when you're in the middle of your life and the minutiae, the day-to-day stuff, you're in survival mode, like jumping from one minute to the next, trying to keep it all together, you know, kids in schools and pickups and drop-offs and work and spouses and houses. And I mean, it's a lot, right? You're just trying to keep it all together. That's the trees. You're in the trees. And when you take a breath and look up, all you can see are the trees. All you can see are the next five things you have to do and the last five things you didn't get done, right? (laughs) Like that's the trees. But if you could jump in a helicopter and fly up above the trees and look down, you see the whole forest. When you have that 30,000 foot view, the path becomes more clear. And yes, I know helicopters don't go 30,000 feet. Airplanes go 30,000 feet. But you know what I'm saying. (laughs) You can look down on the whole forest and easily see 
the path. You can see where to go, where to turn left, go straight, turn right, because you're looking down on the whole picture. That whole picture is your life. But when you're in the trees, you can't see the path because you look up and see nothing but trees. You can't see the forest for the trees. That's how I describe the value of coaching too, by the way. You hire a coach or a mentor because they have the 30,000 foot view and they can see all the moves where all you can see are the trees. You need the person that isn't so close to it to see accurately what moves need to be made. I had a moment the other day where everything I've been struggling with for the last several weeks just fell into place and made perfect sense. I want to share it with you because it was one of those times that I felt like nothing was working. I talk to you about this all the time. Even when it feels like it's not working, it is. (laughs) And I wanted to be able to give you an exact situation to make this make sense. You know, I'm hiring professionals in my business all the time, and everybody costs thousands of dollars, you know? And this is another way when I tell you guys, like, I get what you're going through, even buying my programs. Like, I get it. It's a lot. It's a lot to think about. I know exactly how you're feeling because I'm doing the exact same stuff. And everybody is like $3,000, $5,000. And then as your businesses grow... And you guys know I have multiple businesses. So when I talk about my business, who knows which one I'm talking about, but (laughs) as my business grows, you know, then you have to hire higher level people. And those people cost even more. Now I'm getting quotes at like 8,000, 10,000, 12,000 for this thing. I mean, it's crazy. I always feel apprehensive. I've been disappointed many times with people not following through on their promises. I've been ghosted, just completely had somebody, a marketing professional, totally ghost me, stop responding to emails, everything. Like everybody talks a big game, but you never know what to expect. And I get it. Like I said, when you guys are getting ready to invest in my programs, I know how hard it is to hit the buy button and enter your credit card information because I'm doing it too in my life and my business. It's hard to make that huge commitment and pay a huge amount of money because there's always the fear that you won't get what you need or want. So a few months ago, I hired an agency to help me with the project. I did my consultation just like you do with me. I asked questions, I explained what I need and want, and I made the decision to hire this person in their agency. The first month, they totally dropped the ball. All of my fears came true. They didn't do the things they were supposed to. There was no communication, and the project was a huge flop. The good news is they owned up to it immediately, offered me another month of services, with no additional charge to make up for the lack of service I had received the first time around. Now, let me tell you in this moment what was going on inside of me. As soon as I started seeing that they weren't performing, I immediately went into fear mode. And one of the things I have learned as a business owner is it is extremely beneficial to fire quickly. And I know that may sound crazy to a lot of you, especially if you aren't business owners, right? But 
as soon as somebody starts to show you their true colors, so to speak, as soon as somebody starts to show you that your business is not important to them, the job is not important to them, they are late, which is kind of a signal that they feel like their things are more important than your things, right? But if I'm paying you, I feel like my things are important. As soon as you start to see some of those things and people start dropping the ball, as a business owner and entrepreneur, it is very beneficial to cut those ties quickly and move on. Because if I'm seeing these little problems, especially early on, those little problems are just going to turn into big problems down the road. And I don't have time. I need to have people that I can depend on, that I can count on. I need to have people who have self-confidence and self-respect and integrity because that's what makes you a good employee. It's integrity and wanting to go above and beyond regardless of what's asked of you. I always want to overperform and over-serve. Always. That's just who I am because I want to do the best job possible, especially if you're paying me money. I will go to the end of the earth to make people happy. That's integrity and confidence and self-respect, right? When you respect yourself, you respect other people. So when I first see that they're dropping the ball and things aren't getting done, I, I went into fear mode. I got a little angry, but then they owned it. And I thought, okay, you know what? I respect that. I really respect that. They didn't try to make excuses, whatever. They owned it. Give me an additional month, kind of start the project over. And I'm like, okay, great. I had all these fears, right? Fear I had wasted my money. Fear I wouldn't hit my goals. Fear that... If this doesn't go well, it sets me behind a lot for the year to date. Fear of the future and how I make up for that loss, financial insecurity, fear, 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 right? Across the board. I was mad and disappointed. And I think I was feeling a little bit powerless because there was nothing I could do. I can't make them behave differently, right? <laughs> like that's powerlessness when you're sitting back and like, dang, there's nothing I can do to change this. So, when you hire someone for a project, there are specific outcomes that you expect from that project. As a business, this is your revenue. So when they weren't doing the things they were supposed to be doing, my whole future felt like it was swirling down the drain. The good news is I have enough practice that I didn't completely go over the edge and fall apart. I definitely struggled with my mindset, my productivity, my food habits went right out the window. I was stressed and overwhelmed. I feel like I had no direction. I felt like I was waking up every day going in circles because I had no clarity and no discipline and I just wanted to give up. I was so freaking overwhelmed every day because I didn't know what to do. As I said, they owned their mistake quickly, offered me another month's services and we hit the reset button. Once again, it became clear fairly quickly <laughs> that things weren't getting done. And this time I felt trapped because I was in this phase of not being charged. Now I've wasted two months. I'm even farther behind in my revenue for the year and I felt stuck. Most people's reaction is to start blaming the agency for dropping the ball. And I recognize they played a part in this, of course, but I don't have any control over them. So you know what I do, of course, I get introspective and I look at my part. What could I have done differently? How can I create these relationships in the future with more clarity to experience less disappointment? Did I communicate effectively? Did I ask enough questions? 
And I really thought on all of those things. And I regretted not severing ties the first time around. Because like I said, when people start to show you they're willing to drop the ball, you need to cut ties and move on. Those problems are just going to get bigger. But because it was the offer of no additional charge extra 30 days, I thought, okay, let me give them the opportunity, redeem themselves, and maybe they'll do a great job and knock it out of the park because we've already had this situation. It just wasn't the case. So once I got introspective and I really looked at my part and what did I, how did I play a role in this, then I moved into solutions. By this time, it all came to a head. There was a deadline that things were supposed to be completed. And when I went in to make sure everything was working properly, nothing was done. I had to stop everything. I had to cancel my whole day and spend an entire day doing technical work that I had paid thousands of dollars to be done. And at that point, I'm angry. Thankfully, for everyone, (laughs) angry is not what it used to be for me. (laughs) I've come a very long way. But I had hit my breaking point, and I just wanted to be free from this relationship to figure out my next moves and try to repair the damage that had been done over the last two months. You hear me say this all the time, too. I am feral. I'm not domesticated. And when I feel trapped... I get very uncomfortable. And when I feel mistreated or disrespected, I will absolutely stand up for myself. I will advocate for myself. So I send an email to break up. We need to go our separate ways. I'm disappointed. I need to move on. Let me also say too, I really like this person. The person who I hired, their agency, I really like that person. I don't think anything was done intentionally. I don't think they're terrible as an agency. I think in my journey, I had some lessons that I needed to learn. And I only learned through pain. So I had to cause myself some pain to see the bigger picture more clearly. And I'm going to get more into that in a minute. So all of this makes sense to you, right? But everything that happens, even when it seems bad, It's necessary. It's not good or bad. It's necessary. When there is a situation happening in my life, it is a result of my choices. That's why I get introspective. I've got to look at what did I do? How did I line this up, right? Because I put myself in these situations and I end up in these situations because I have lessons to learn. You don't end up in a situation that's uncomfortable or painful or difficult just because the universe thinks it's fun to torture you. There are lessons to learn. (laughs) You are being taught something. You've got to figure out what you're being taught. And I was definitely in pain. Now that I'm in the solution and the problem has been resolved, I can see the whole thing clearly. And again, the truth is when they dropped the ball the first time, I should have cut ties at that point and gone on my way. And my intuition was telling me to do that. So that was a mistake too. I didn't even follow my instincts. Because it's so hard to find and hire good people online, I didn't want to be back at square one out of convenience and a little laziness, I accepted that offer of another month at no additional cost because I just didn't want to have to figure out something else. That's on me. 
And if I go back even further, I put off hiring someone for this project for way too long because I was so overwhelmed by the process of consultations. And I've been disappointed so many times, you guys. It is so hard to hire people virtually. It's so freaking hard. So I was already behind a couple of months because I had a date that I needed to have somebody hired by to start this project and I didn't do it. So I was already behind a couple of months. I had to find somebody fast and then I needed to fast track the project. You see what I'm saying? I was already effed up because of my own missteps and fears. There are so many lessons in this situation, so many things I talk to you about on every episode, (laughs) and I want to be transparent with you when I go through the same things because I'm not perfect. Just because I'm a professional and have a podcast and have been sober a long time doesn't mean I do everything right all the time. It's impossible. I'm human. You're human. We're going to make mistakes. Mistakes don't matter. It's how you solve the problem that matters. It's what you learn from the mistake that matters. Just in this one story, I fell into the fear trap, future tripping, procrastination, avoidance, anger, laziness, (laughs) sad. I mean, you name it, I was in it. Everything felt like it wasn't working. But when I finally sat down and got really honest with myself and got into enough pain that I was ready to figure out the solution... I could see it all so clearly. I didn't follow my own plan and hire someone at the right time for the project because I was scared to be disappointed again and waste my money. I procrastinated and avoided. As the project got farther and farther behind, I started to stress about it and feel bad about myself because I wasn't handling my responsibilities appropriately. When I started to feel bad about how I was handling it, I got sad and mad at myself. Then all my bad food habits came back into the picture (laughs) because I don't drink anymore. I have to act out somehow (laughs) and that happens with food. Then I had to rush and hire someone because I was desperate. I didn't get to do my due diligence and seek out trustworthy people and research them properly because I waited too long. Here's a beautiful thing for those of us who do podcasts and live videos and trainings. You get to really get to know me. You get a good understanding of who I am and what I do through all the free resources I provide. Even if you've only followed me for the last six months, you've had three opportunities to be in live trainings with me, to talk to me personally, to ask questions. And if you're in the Sober Society VIP membership, you're live with me every single week. You get to know me and then get to decide if you want to invest in bigger programs with me. I didn't give myself that opportunity in this situation because I procrastinated so long. I only had one week to make a decision. So I did a bunch of consultations that week. I had to make a choice right then. And I definitely didn't set myself up for success. Now, remember, when I was in the middle of all this, I couldn't see a lot of these details because I was just in survival mode trying to get through it. But when the pain got bad enough, 
I got fed up with feeling like crap. I jumped into action and I started figuring out how to get out. And once I was in action and solution mode, the universe immediately started showing me the path. First, I had to advocate for myself and end that relationship with that agency. After some negotiations, we came to an amicable agreement and that's over now. As soon as I settled that piece, you guys, as soon as I had that last conversation and hung up the phone, it was like a 10,000 pound weight had been lifted off my shoulders. I was no longer being held down by my own mistakes, my procrastination and avoidance. I got through to the other side and I felt hope again, right? Then I was in this moment of being free and clear and I had hope again. I could hope for the future and see, okay, what's next? Instead of being saddled with disappointment, and overwhelm and confusion, in a mere moment, I was back on the road and seeing light at the end of the tunnel. And let me tell you why my faith in the universe is so powerful. I know when something is challenging, it's preparing me for the next great thing. And that's exactly what happened. I get off the phone with the agency after a few days of back and forth negotiations, and finally, it's all settled. I feel so much relief. What happens in the very next minute? I get an email from my favorite entrepreneur that I learned so much from. This is someone I have followed for a few years. I've been wanting to do his big program for the last two years, but I couldn't afford it. I could have. I just thought I needed to spend that money on other things. And you know what that means when you start rationalizing and justifying why not to do something you really want to do. It means I wasn't ready to make the commitment. <laughs> That's all. I just wasn't ready. The program is only open once a year for a few days. You have to join in that few days or you have to wait until the next year. You miss a whole year. As soon as I hung up with the final call with that agency, within one minute, I got the email that that program just opened for new members to join. And they were offering an installment plan. You guys, I am not lying. My eyes immediately welled up with tears, not only from excitement of getting to do this program that I've been dreaming about for two freaking years, but because I know this was the sign that I was exactly where I'm supposed to be. I didn't fail. I didn't make terrible mistakes. I was learning and growing and getting stronger to set me up for my next level. Here's another one of my favorite quotes for you. You're going to be happy, life said, but first I will make you strong. You see what I'm saying? This was another set of lessons I needed to learn about myself to get stronger, to prepare me for my next level. When you feel like nothing is working, it doesn't mean it's not working. It just means you can't see the bigger picture yet. After these experiences over the course of the year and everything I have felt and the choices I made and the consequences I had as a result of my choices, <laughs> it was all to set me up for my next level. 
And when I got that email for that program at the very moment I was walking out of the storm, I saw every detail of the big picture of the last six months and it all made sense. The truth is, I could have done that program last year, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for the commitment or the investment. I was still too scared and I wouldn't have been able to really apply myself. I had lessons to learn and I didn't know I was going to do it this year. Of course, I've thought about it many times and wondered if I could pull it off financially on top of everything else, but I still had some uncertainty and and I didn't know when it would open to join. I actually just said to somebody a week or so ago that I thought I had missed the open enrollment this year already because it's only open for a few days a year and I thought I had already missed it. But let me tell you, when I got that email, I hit that buy button immediately. I did not hesitate. I knew in my core it was the right thing. I know he is my person to learn from because I've already been learning from him for a few years and I've bought other programs of his and I'm always blown away. I was not missing the opportunity and I felt more ready than I ever have. Let's recap the lessons from this story, the things I preach to you in every episode so you can see it in action. I didn't follow my own plan, and I procrastinated and avoided. I started to stress about it and feel bad about myself because I wasn't handling my responsibilities. When I started to feel bad about how I was handling things, (laughs) I got sad and mad, (laughs) mostly mad at myself. Then all my bad food habits came back in the picture because I have to do something since I don't drink anymore. Then I had to react out of desperation instead of responding with clarity. I had to react fast and hire someone out of desperation, no due diligence. I was full of fear, fear of the future. What's going to happen? Is the project going to be successful? I had financial insecurity. And in the very first month when the agency dropped the ball, all my biggest fears came true. Everything I was afraid of happened. And you know what? It really wasn't that big of a deal. Was it hard? Absolutely. Was I pissed? Heck yes. Was it the end of the world? Not even close. And when the pain was big enough, I got off my buns and I got into the solution and started handling things. Not following my plan, avoidance, procrastination, fear, consequences of my own choices. Wow, I was busy. At the end of it all, what I want you to hear is that even when your biggest fears actually happen, it's okay. Even when you feel all the things I've been feeling the last several weeks, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You aren't doing it wrong. You're just getting stronger and learning more lessons to prepare you for your next level. I wish as human beings that we were really good at learning from other people's mistakes, but we're not. (laughs) We tend to only learn from pain. All the biggest actions we take and the greatest changes we make are to move away from pain. So it takes pain to get us to move our buns. I love you guys. I hope you got a lot from this episode. I changed my whole podcast schedule to record this episode and share it with you because I think it's so important that you see we're all in this together. Some years ago, my reaction to all of this would have been very different. The only difference now is I've gone through enough things to know all I have to do is hang on. 
I know I will get through it. I know the solutions will become clear at some point. And my only job is to learn and be ready to move when the time is right. And last thing I'll close with is remember the live masterclass is happening right now. We had our first night last night. Then we have tonight, Wednesday, the June 30th. Um, and then tomorrow is the last night, July 1st, get sober, stay sober masterclass. I will link that in the show notes for you. I hope you are having a fantastic day and I will see you next week. You've reached the end of another great episode of the addiction unlimited podcast, candid and honest conversation about addiction and recovery. Be sure to visit us at addictionunlimited.com to join the conversation and access show notes and links to everything we talked about. Love this episode? Please take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes to help us improve and give you the information you want. Thanks for listening. See you next week.